Welcome back to another episode. My name is Abriel McGowan and today is October 18th, 2022. Welcome. I know I have listeners from a lot of different countries. I'm in the United States, just so you know. And uh, we're on rocky grounds right now, us United States citizens, because we're at like a really odd point in history where there has been um, years of just like dominance in the world, you know, as as in the U.S. dollar is worth a lot of money in a lot of different countries and the United States has has had the largest military and the strongest military and we are essentially the world's leader if you want to think about it and I'm not looking past America uh United States flaws and I honestly I want to stop saying America referring to the United States because um we're not just America. Like, the United States is not the only place in America. We have Canada, we have Mexico, we have um, North America. Uh, yeah, well, well, yeah. Okay, so there's North America and there's South America. We're in North America. And we have, like, different areas are in America. So we're not just the only Americans, the United States citizens. So, yeah, I just want to start saying united states instead of america because i want to kind of differentiate between you know those things so yeah we're at a really odd point in history where there are rising powers that are intimidating the american people like i hear so many people speak on their fear that other countries and should i bring up the names of the other countries that people are afraid of and there's like there's one main one there's one main country that people are like wow that's our biggest competitor right now and it is china all right um now the president xi jinping just announced that he has now have he has total control over hong kong and Taiwan is next. Now, if you're not aware, Taiwan and China used to be united at one point. Um, then there was like a civil war or some kind of revolution where the communists and the nationalists, I believe, or the people that like favor like a democracy type government they split up and um once they split up china still held the one china principle and the one china principle is that taiwan china they're all one and the same but taiwan um doesn't claim to be a part of china Taiwan is seen as an independent nation, not by all nations, but the uni- the United States does recognize Taiwan as an independent nation. But a lot of other nations respect the one China principle. So Xi Jinping stated that Hong Kong is now under 
control of him and Taiwan will be next. Supposedly, he says he wants to do it peacefully if they will just join China peacefully, which when in history does that ever happen? Never. Um, so yeah, if China invades Taiwan, that will be a big issue in the world for many different reasons. Also, the United States has basically threatened to fire or no threatened to revoke citizenship of Americans working in China at the semi uh, semiconductor factories making those um the chips that we need to like have our phones work or like electric cars work and Oh, geez. So I guess they all they all resigned. And what's wild is Taiwan is one of the largest, if not the largest production zones for semiconductors. So there's just a lot happening (laughs) right now. Um, And like for me, when I think of these types of issues, it's so hard for me to stay like ra- like in my own bubble, in my own world, like focused on like minuscule things that upset me in my daily life or like arguments with people. Like I don't like that is minute compared to the world, like the the real world of like what's happening outside of the scope of my reach and the scope of like uh yeah basically like just outside of my control now i feel like that like thinking of that helps me like get over my small like inconvenience inconvenience inconveniences in life (laughs) um because there's way greater issues like these and America has obviously been lending a hand to Ukraine, which Russia has invaded. Um, yeah, so there's just a lot going on in the world. And supposedly Vladimir Putin and Xi Jinping are um, joining forces to start a new currency that they want to overtake the american dollar bill or united states dollar bill (laughs) so um yeah that would completely devastate our economy that will completely change the the authority that united states holds in the world so there's just a lot to look for and to be aware of Um, but just by studying history, you know, there's always a nation that does amazing for a long time or even for a short time, but there's always an end to the supremacy of a certain nation or the power that it holds. And maybe the United States is struggling I don't know. I like honestly, like I am from the United States of America. So, 
I, I, I'm not going to say like I'm a high strung nationalist. Like I have so much pride in my country, but this is my country. This is where I was born. And I do have a bit of like, I, I would fight for my country. And like, I, I am proud to be where I'm from. I, this is my home. This is all I know. These laws, the laws of this land have ruled me since I was born. I have been molded to fit the United States societies. Like, everything that I am, essentially, I am an individual. But everything that I am is United States of America. Because that's what has shaped me. Whether it's through my parents, my parents' parents, friends, teachers, all of the ideologies that have been fed to me have been bred here. Regardless of how you want how you want to take it, it's just the truth. And that's the same for anyone else, wherever you're from. We internalize the we internalize societal norms. We internalize what we're supposed to do to be like like civil citizens. So yeah, I like I like if it came to it, God forbid, and like I had to put on like an army uniform and like fight for my country i guess i would i guess i would i don't know like i would never want to do that i would never want to do that speaking of bts the group the boy band of uh south korea they actually are being forced to do their military time i think it's about i don't know three years or so three or five years three to five years but they were bringing in billions of dollars to south korea and like you would think that they would want that income and revenue but i guess they want to keep the fairness in the military um ser- servicing so whatever anyways that was besides the point <sighs> so xi jinping everyone is afraid of this man <laughs> like everyone like i don't know what he's doing over there i like because because china like we don't really know what's going on in china there's literally one documentary of xi jinping one and i highly 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 suggest you guys watch it on youtube um i believe it's the dw documentaries I believe, I believe, I believe. It is a great documentary. You learn a lot about his life because he's very, like, like not very, op- I don't know. I don't even know how to explain the man, but you don't really know much about him. So it's very interesting to get a look into his life. I honestly need to watch one on Vladimir Putin because I don't know much about him. But personally, I like to educate myself on world leaders and um past conflicts of the world because you know nothing's new under the sun you see patterns in history and uh 
things repeat themselves. History repeats itself. So um, I highly recommend you guys watch that video because you get a look into his mind and his way of running China, which... You know, I I see that there are people that obviously oppose him, but in China, you can't really speak openly about your hatred for the government. If you do that, you will end up, you would disappear for a while (laughs) and they will retrain you to, um, I don't know. All right. I don't want to speak on it because I don't know. I just feel like it's hard to speak on situations like China or other countries and like give the full glimpse of what's happening over there because you honestly you just you just don't know i i can't really tell you (laughs) i can just tell you from what i've heard and what i've read but um mao zedong was the man who pretty much revolutionized china into what it is today uh he was very he was a very brutal dictator he um, was at the forefront of the communist revolution in China that was also aided by Russia. Russia, um, re- revolution, like, um, there was a revolution in Russia before there was a revolution in China. Russia was definitely trying to, like, like not boss Mao Zedong around but basically like tell him how to run his revolution and I guess eventually he was like no we have to do this the China way um but yeah and it's just so interesting I I've just been having this question in my head like why do these like pretty intelligent men I would say I I would say they're pretty intelligent why would they why would they be so captivated by Karl Marx? <laughs> like, and I get it. L- listen, give me, give me, cut me some slack. I'm going to tell you. I do not think communism is inherently evil or bad. And that's why I struggle with this because I'm like, why do these countries who turn to communism, why do they turn out to be dictatorships totalitarian dictatorships because when i read when i read about communism it seems like a good thing you want to help the proletariat or the worker like um gain some type of fulfillment in their work and um Eliminate the alienation that occurs with workers and not having like any unique qualities in their work or not having any like um, not not being fulfilled in their work and um, being exploited by capitalism. Now, I'm not completely against capitalism i believe that there could there could definitely be a more balanced out version of capitalism where we're not just freaking being exploited by these money hungry corporations 
there's definitely something that could be done about that and said about that. And I, I don't know the way that communism has manifested with these dictatorships. I don't even think Karl Marx would agree with because it's like you, instead of making everything equal, (laughs) which is that even possible? Instead of making the, uh, let's see. So, so, so instead of a classless system in which the means of production are owned communally and private property is non-existent. Now, let's just break that down. A classless system. That means there's no one at the top. There's no one at the bottom. Everyone is equal. First of all, that's just, I don't know. Like, (laughs) anyone in power is not going to give up their power and their wealth to be on the same playing field as someone who's like a peasant status. I I just don't see that happening. Um, Production are owned communally. Now, like, look at China. They're like, okay, everyone give up their land so we can give you food so we don't run out of food or however they put it. Basically, it took away everyone's land. It's, it's not owned by, it's not owned communally. <laughs> the government owns everything. Like, it's never been played out correctly. And I feel like, I feel like for communism, I don't know. I don't, I don't think a pure form of any of these political theories is the right way like capitalism pure capitalism um the united states isn't even a pure capitalist society we have social we have um what's the word i'm looking for i'm not gonna say we don't have like communist i don't think we have like communist systems but we do have like social systems like socialist systems as in like the fire department um what else i can't think of anything else <laughs> i was gonna say a health but then i was like no not health <laughs> but um yeah i feel like the only way for in like communist to kind of manifest itself is like we literally have to wipe human beings of greed <laughs> we literally have to wipe human beings from being selfish and wanting power and that's just i that's just an inherent trait in humans i'm sorry we always want more than what we have and people have to literally they have to train themselves to not want more <laughs> than what they have like people literally meditate with the um intent on acquiring less or like being minimalist like it's something you have to train yourself not to be but if you think about it like our way distant ancestors they had to be greedy they had to survive they had to find the food for their tribe and like we're in like okay greed is an inherent trait but also empathy and also all of these other emotions have to be in play 
So we need people who are in touch with their emotions. They are in touch with their empathetic side. And they see dying or starving people and they want to help. Not that they see dying and starving people and they're like, oh, one less mouth to feed, you know. And for some reason, it seems as though the people who want to be leaders are kind of like psychopaths <laughs> like they have no like no human like care for other beings besides themselves and besides their own agenda and i don't know i i am just so like i'm kind of like on the it's like i'm reading a book and like every day like the book is, just keeps getting interesting and more interesting and more like like my heart's racing and I'm like sitting on the edge of my seat because I don't know what's going to happen next in this world you guys like I am completely at a loss like America is not Amer- like the United States is not the United States that it was five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, definitely not 40 years ago. (laughs) And not saying that that's completely a bad thing. I just feel like we, like we are so distracted. We are so distracted and it keeps us dumb. It keeps us dumb. (laughs) Like, (sighs) There's so many people that don't want to focus on what's going on in the world. Like in Iran, for instance. (sighs) Salute to my wonderful people in Iran who are fighting a great cause against their freaking religious dictatorship of a country. Rest in peace to the beautiful souls who have lost their life in the fight for you know, justice and uh, some form of equality. And, you know, it's, it's just it's just very sad. It's very sad. It's very unfortunate. We are definitely in a time in history where this is going to be written down in the books. Like, this is what your kids' is kids' is kids' kids' is kids' is going to read about all of these changes that are occurring will america stay capitalist will america adapt more socialist views will china and russia succeed at their plan for a digital currency that will overtake the dollar bill Will China invade Taiwan? If China does invade Taiwan, how quick will America be to step in? If America steps in, will that be the initiation? Or I guess, I guess, let me stop. I'm not going to say, would that be the initiation? Because if anything, Putin invading Ukraine is like the initiation of a World War Three, in my opinion. But America steps in to help Taiwan. Will that be full blown? I'm just gonna say full blown World War Three. 
I don't know. There's a lot to think about. Um, I guess my takeaways for you guys would be to really, I really want you guys to watch the documentary on YouTube of Xi Jinping. I think it's on the DW documentaries on YouTube. And if it's not, you can literally just type in Xi Jinping documentary and it'll be, it'll be the longest one that pops up and it'll be like pretty much the only one that pops up. So yeah um i want you guys to watch that i want you guys to just be aware and don't get too engulfed in your own issues in life okay because there's a greater world out there um that we should be focusing on and um for instance you can be the voice for people in iran whose government Who's they, who they said their government is going to shut down their internet or they have shut down their internet and they can't, like, expose what is going on in their country. Um, there's just a lot. There's a lot to think about. I want to also um, restate that I am not a proponent for communism. I am not a proponent for capitalism. I honestly think that there could be a better alternative i feel like there could be a better balancing act between like private ownership and own um ownership of corporations communally and i don't know there's a lot to think about with in terms of all those things (laughs) so yeah i hope you guys enjoy this podcast if you're new to the podcast welcome if you are a reoccurring listener thank you for coming back to the undeniably human podcast where we talk about undeniably human things such as war greed empathy love (laughs) all of the things so um if you would like to email me at undeniably human podcast at gmail.com i will be sure to respond i will be sure to um implement any of your podcast ideas so until next time stay beautiful peeps stay alert and i'll be back